0: That's the theme song. <laughs> okay, everybody, welcome back to the Life Is Sweet podcast. I think we have episode eleven for you. It's January, anyway. It's the January times. I'm here. The other one is here, and the uh, the cats are here. We're snug like bugs in our tiny house. It's blowing like the Dickens outside. But, but it's, it's not, not
1: super cold no it's more of a westerly warm westerly wind uh rather than the arctic blast which uh momentarily pushed out but i think is returning it was getting cold
0: to you e- too cold to even like really enjoy yeah being outside even though we have been trying to do that uh it's january like i said so um some things what's what's been going on since our last podcast you went back to school yeah to teaching how's that going so far
1: i mean (laughs) it's fine um it's very strange because it like we're all back but it still feels very for me anyways it still feels like we're still in a bit of limbo um some classes, I'm only missing, like, one or two kids, but some classes I'm missing more, like, five or six. Um, and then we've had, like, just a series of blizzards ever since we went back in person. Um, so, in addition to kids who are, like, at home due to COVID, we've had a bunch of days where kids aren't there because there's a blizzard or it's too cold and the buses are running, not running. Um, so... It's, um, I mean, January can kind of feel like that anyways in school. Um, after you come back from the break, it's sort of like, um, the winter break is sort of a big, um, it's kind of like a big transition for the kids. They get used to routine and then they go home for two weeks. Yeah, they, they, um, they get into routine, they lose it, um, Usually it's the younger ones who really miss it, um, and are usually glad to be back. Uh, the, the teenagers, the, especially if they're like, you know, the 12 to 14 year olds, maybe less so just because, um, this is kind of the point where, um, like the grade sevens and the grade eights, like the, the hormones are really kicking in. Um, brains are starting to turn to soup just a little bit more, um, but I find, cause I mostly teach the grade fives. Um, they're usually pretty back to, they're glad to be back into routine. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, January is always just a, a, a strange month to teach, um, teaching in Manitoba. The weather usually sucks anyways. And this is usually, um, you know, outside of the pandemic, this is usually cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know when I taught elementary school in grade one, two, uh, January, February, I don't think I had all the kids in class, Um, like every kid in class for those months. There was always some kids missing and it would just kind of roll through in waves. Um, One cold would be over and then another, a flu would kick up or a strep throat would rip through or something would go through. So kids are really cooped up in January, February, a lot of indoor recess. They're not... They're cooped up at home with family members, so things tend to transmit wildly at the best of times uh, in the season. So it's kind of something you're used to, but of course there's all this extra stuff going on as well. Um, I think I haven't seen it as much. Our school, um, we haven't had too much with sort of staffing um, issues yet i know that's that's not the case in other schools it seems to be hitting schools very like unevenly um you'll get an outbreak uh in one school and not the next um so you know there's so many different factors for for these things um but yeah I, being back in school is fine i guess <laughs> <laughs> like the
0: sense i'm getting from like most teachers probably is like they want to be back in school. Like they're much happier to be Well
1: nobody likes Nobody remote likes learning. remote. No.
0: And like uh there I was just... I guess there was a kerfuffle before they opened schools again after the Christmas break. They yeah. uh the government here in Manitoba um extended the winter break by a week and that got like a lot of a lot of people agitated. Well, they really like kicked the wasp's nest there
1: and then you know the first week back and not in the city because they don't close schools for anything but it, you know in in um rural areas they had three snow days the first week back right yeah um and we've had at least i think yesterday some schools were closed um there was like yeah extreme cold and and visibility and stuff like that so um you know, people have really lost a lot of perspective on that. You don't do anything really academic the first week back of January. It's all about getting the kids back into routine. Um, reconnecting and all that jazz. Um, I was going to say something, and I'm trying to reconstitute it in my brain. Hmm.
0: Uh, what about? What's the general <sighs> general area? No kicking the wasp nests no um blizzards Uh, it was about logistics
1: um no i think it was more just about oh i was just gonna say i i have it now um you know remote nobody loves remote but um a lot of the kids i teach are not fully vaccinated the majority of them um only my grade sevens are are eligible uh to be fully vaccinated. The grade fives are still in the process of getting their second shots if they are vaccinated. Um and the kids like the grade fives that have been getting sick, like they're really getting sick. Um it's not an it it you know, it's not a mild thing for them. Um they're down and out for for a while and parents are letting us know that like, you know, they're too sick to log on to the online learning thing and check their assignments and keep up with stuff. Like they're, they're sick, they are sick and out for, you know, at least a week, um, with this thing. So I feel bad that kids are, I mean, I feel bad in the best of years when kids are all knocked over by something that rips through the classroom. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not their fault. And, uh, it's too bad that some of them are, are getting it and feeling really bad. Um, but, uh, I mean, the kids do, like the kids are, um, they're glad to be back. They, I find my kids were were pretty good with remote. They can do it. Um, The fives are actually, the younger kids are usually better at it. Uh, There's kind of like a sweet spot, like the really little kids, not so good at it, you know, in grade one and two and three, less independent. Um, But like, you know, four and five, grade four and five, they're, um, they're really routine oriented at that point. They know how school works um my sense is a they, they are able to handle it a lot better um the two years that i've done remote with grade fives they always do pretty well um the grade sevens it's it's tougher for um you know a lot of my kids did well with it but some of them just um i just did these like simple sheets about nouns <laughs> and i'm marking them i'm like okay wow guys <laughs> like-
0: Great sevens don't know about nouns. Oh boy. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> this is a little more in depth, but it was still like okay. I was like, literally it says like they're just not reading the instructions. So they're just <laughs> um the the group that I have, they're they're sweeties, but they're they're kinda space cadets. Um, and uh, so some of them did not do so hot uh with that. Um And they're the sort of kids like, you know, now that they're back in the classroom, they're doing uh, an assignment for me and a few of them uh, have come and tried to hand things into me and I've been like, no, (laughs) no, go try again. (laughs) Um, So it's good to have them in person and and be able to do that because online that's you get what you get as a teacher um you're like oh thank you for handing something in I'm so grateful (laughs) um and then when they're in person you're like nah (laughs) this is it makes no sense to me go try again (laughs) um but yeah I don't know it's we're doing like basketball again so it's it's just very strange but um you know the kids wear their masks um I think technically they don't like we get, as a school can decide they don't have to on the court, but I we're just wearing them on the court. I think I think the kids want to. I don't think the kids really want to get it, um, so they're they're just keeping them on the whole time. Um, but uh, we haven't, I we haven't had an away game yet, so we haven't had to go to another school. That will be. The thing that I think will be really strange for some of these kids, um, especially the uh like the sevens, who are most of the kids that I'm coaching this year, they the pandemic started when they were in grade five. So like they've never played school sports where you go to other schools. Like some of them play hockey in other sports, so they know how that works, but they they've never like gone to other schools for school sports. So, um, That'll be probably kind of strange for for some of them to experience when the time comes. I
0: bet, but it sounds like at your school, it's not really the apocalypse hasn't hit your school. Um, There's nor just, yeah. nor is it obviously the best of circumstances.
1: Yeah, but. it's kind of like it. It it. Um, I think our absentee rate is around fourteen percent right now.
0: That sounds like a lot.
1: It's it's pretty high um i think it's higher for other classrooms than mine um i've i've a bit of a distorted view um only because i teach the grade 5s in the basement um and so i'm very much cut off from the rest of the school a lot <laughs> of the time so if i'm like like yesterday i was in the uh, in the basement with the grade 5s all day um i just don't get as, i if i don't see um, colleagues or whatever it is, I don't, I don't know who's missing how many kids or how things are going upstairs as much. So I'm just a little bit tucked away in the cave sometimes.
0: You got a little, uh, you got a little cave you can, you can retreat to. Yeah. But how do you think, how are the rest of the teachers and kids handling it? What's your PPE situation like?
1: I mean, What's your
0: admin support like?
1: I mean, of course our admin we are very lucky they're amazing um ppe is uh most of us are wearing our own (laughs) at this point Mm -hmm. uh we're the the provided ones are not adequate they're just sort of the white accordion masks um that are gappy on the sides if your face isn't the exact right shape
0: or if you have a gigantic beard
1: or whatever it is. Whatever if, it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Each if
0: you just have a gigantic face.
1: Yeah, so I personally been wearing like me um, I
0: have a gigantic face.
1: Yes. You and I actually, have a gigantic beard. Right you now. would probably do better um with <laughs> the so. masks because like um I've, these ones that we have fit a little bit better. The old ones I used to have to staple to get them to not do the huge like gap at the sides. Um but uh, no, we've. I, I most people that I see have have just switched to wearing, um, their own supply of masks. Um, either the ones that people got from the liquor mart, or I had a stash of N95s that a friend. God bless the liquor mart. I guess. Yeah, I don't know if they're still there. If you could still get boxes, but we picked one up before the break, so um, I've been using those.
0: And if if you're at the liquor mart in Steinbeck, yeah. when you see your neighbors or church members, you at the liquor mart, you can just say you're picking up your oh, yeah, complimentary a... box of N ninety five There you go. Masks. There you go. Nothing, nothing else.
1: Um. Um. But I don't. I don't drink anymore either. So like, I'll, I do just go in and get the mask. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not there. Um, It'd be nice if
0: you brought me back something.
1: (laughs) I suppose. They don't even really have, like, the LC does not have the very good non alcoholic drinks. You need to go to the Pemina beer store um, or your local Red River Co op for uh, the best non alcoholic selection.
0: Yeah, you've really been, uh, you've really been partaking. I know all the the, spots
1: now. Yeah. You know um, all the spots. um, I've really been into the, um, the sparkling hop water.
0: Oh, before we move oh, into okay. sparkling hop water, I think I would like one question left about school. Do you, schools have rapid tests right now?
1: Uh, we f- as staff finally got some last week, I want to say. Um, we got a bag of five with instructions to only use them if we are symptomatic. Um, kids uh up to grade 6 got them uh i think right before they came back um but kids 7 to 8 have not been provided rapid tests so there's just these weird gaps all over the place um and of course uh, as people know businesses um have been given the majority of of the rapid test um so yeah, if you're if you're a student seven to twelve, you're not provided rapid tests. Um, I guess if you if you go to the test sites, um, if you are symptomatic, um, what happens now is they give you a rapid test. You're supposed to go back to your car, do your rapid test, and then if it's positive, you come and you get the PCR test. So that's that is how you get them. I don't know if there's any other way. Um, There is, of course, the Underground Railroad from (laughs) Saskatchewan bringing uh, rapid tests into the province. Those of us who have relatives on the other side or close to the border.
0: Oh, yeah, there is definitely a black market in in rapid tests and, and PPE going on right now anyone who has access to a supply closet or family in other provinces well
1: and um it's sort of like the the opposite so like here i'd be doing the same yeah here we can't get the rapid tests but you can go get the liquor mart masks and in saskatchewan where my mom is you can get the rapid tests but people are charging 90 dollars for n95 masks Nice. So it's like the I was like need a need an exchange program here, um uh, to balance it out. But um, welcome
0: to the new economy, folks.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I've I've used. Um. I still have my box that uh, we brought back from from our sojourn to Saskatchewan. Um. Still have a couple left in there. I've just been using it either, if I feel a little symptomatic or um if I know I've I've had a contact at work um you know we're trying to minimize contacts as much as possible but you have
0: you have had contacts at, oh
1: about, yeah there's been a like you well, said, there's like been a few 14% kids. Percent well they're absence you don't absent. like you don't know we don't know everyone's story right but um you know there's been kids who've been positive in my classrooms and um co-workers who have been positive um And we we don't all eat in the staff room anymore. We kind of all spread out. But there's only so many rooms. Um, The kids eat in their homerooms and have since the start of the pandemic, which means that we have very few options for kid-free places to go and eat. So um, a few people come eat in my room. We spread out. Um, Sort of throughout the school, people will find a room that's... kids aren't eating in because normally the kids eat in the cafeteria but there's two classrooms down there now
0: there's classrooms in the cafeteria is that is that because of you're trying to do social distancing yeah it's
1: because the grade five classes are so big there's like 30 kids in each class and um it's the only way to spread them out um even in regular times they're really crammed into their classrooms so
0: anything anything you'd like of parent's teachers admin any other regular folks if they have questions about uh, about what's happening I guess uh, I'm asking because I had a family member post a video alleging
1: this is the life is sweet podcast I know
0: <laughs> but sometimes the life isn't sweet and the people around you aren't living life very sweetly and it encroaches on you I
1: think I think you just like It's um, probably more disturbing for you because you're just, like, I'm at work talking to teachers and, like, we're well aware that people have these thoughts. Um, And, like, especially after last year, um, you know, we know what parents think. We know what. And, like, there's more good parents than bad parents. Um, Most people are very sane and mm-hmm. reasonable and appreciative.
0: clear, a family member of mine posted a video alleging, uh, a conspiracy, a, cons- a conspiracy theory that mm-hmm. there's, um, secret stakeholders in the Manitoba teacher society that are pulling the strings in yeah, and, I mean, government that's, policy, it's which a, is deranged.
1: Yeah, it is, but it's a, it's a minority. Um, you know, most parents are pretty good. um, if if there's people who are like really off the rails about teachers, they actually tend to not be parents. Um they tend to be people who don't actually interact with the school system or haven't since, you know, the 70s who, or 80s or whatever it is.
0: Because like people who are removed from the functioning of the education system. Yeah, yeah. They're not aware of how it it works.
1: No, they haven't really been inside for for quite a while. Um but um I don't have any advice that <laughs> just, I guess just there's an turn like I It's gonna happen the kids, and there's really nothing you can do on. about it. No. Um uh,
0: Like you're not gonna win those people over. There's not No. There's really nothing that's that's gonna happen with, with someone who is already to the point of posting yeah, something no. like that.
1: Uh it's not worth your uh not generally speaking, worth your time. um, But uh, yeah, sparkling hop water. Okay. <laughs> um.
0: Sparkling hop water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Still have the Christmas decorations up. Got to take those down. It's uh, almost February.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's nice to have the Christmas decorations up until my birthday. Right. Which is... January twenty eighth.
1: Yeah, so after after Friday, then we'll have to. From uh, Jill's
0: birthday, December fifteenth, to my birthday, January twenty eighth, that's the f- that's the festive season, and that's <laughs> when the decorations stay up.
1: Yeah, they got to come down after that, that. whole
0: season. January is the the black hole after Christmas, the um the abyss from which we crawl out of at the beginning um, of ev- every year.
1: I like to think of it as more of a fallow period. <laughs> it's a time for Same resting thing. and recharging. My memories of last, like, December, January are not super clear. I think because it was so stressful. I remember, like, I keep remembering the January before the pandemic started as if it was last January. Um, and I remember that because I was, like, extremely sick that January two years ago. Um, So I often, like... Prior to the pandemic, I always sort of associated January with being sick, like getting the flu or getting strep or getting whatever the kids ex- new and exciting things that kids brought from spending time with family um, over the break. So they'd, you know, go home, go to family gatherings, pick something up and then bring it to school and share it with everyone. And that would sort of kick off cold and flu season um, after the break. So... It's been kind of weird the last two years, um, in January, not to have that because of the masks, because of the distancing. Um, it's, it's actually in in a lot of ways, a lot more pleasant because I haven't been sick at work, um, for, you know, anything where I haven't been like anything worse than like, you know, a bit sniffly or tired in, in a few years. Um, so that's been nice. Um, I finished John's sweater. That I started last year, as in like a year ago. Um, it was for his fortieth birthday, which was last year, um, and I wanted to get it done at least <laughs> before he turned forty-one. Um, and I did manage to do it, so it's finished. He's wearing it, not right yeah, now. Yeah, I am wearing it. I mean, no, he's not physically wearing it right now. Well, I thought you can't that was see a little- him. But it's being worn.
0: I thought we were gonna do a bit where I'm wearing the sweater. <laughs>
1: uh, sweater is—it's well, not even beside me anymore. But it's around like, here
0: somewhere. Hold it up to the camera.
1: <laughs> it's able to be worn is the thing. It's all finished and blocked out. It's um, nice and warm, I presume.
0: It's very warm and it's beautiful. If anyone uh, knows us on social media, you've seen pictures of it. Already, and you know how beautiful and impressive it is. And I'm very, uh, very lucky guy to have uh, such a an, such a person who knits me uh, beautiful sweaters once in a while. It's great.
1: You're very welcome. Um, the Icelandic sweaters are very. Uh, they're kind of my preferred John sweater type knit um, because they're sort of the big tube, little tubes, and then all together. Um, they're pretty simple, uh, in terms of, of sweaters. They're just always, um, you know, because my sweaters are quite a bit smaller when I knit them, whenever I knit a John sweater and I'm just like endlessly knitting the, like the main body in a circle, not like a giant circle because it's not like John's massively bigger than me. It's just, it's just a little bit bigger enough that I'm like, oh my God, sweater's never going to end. Um but then once i get up to the yoke then it's all then it's all fun and games i hope the sweaters never end <laughs> uh not every year every couple of years but uh <laughs> i'm at a certain point you'll hit sweater saturation
0: no i don't think so <laughs> i think you'll hit uh not wanting to knit me another one <laughs> well probably
1: the next step would be knitting you uh like a fair isle sweater something that would take me longer right. uh to do so that would be um that would be the next the next uh idea is a more fair isle style sweater or vest
0: see my vest a See fair isle, isle vest.
1: sweater vest thing I would actually be good. You've got button-down button, button down shirts that would be nice. with A little sweater vest over them.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a good sweater and button-down combo. Yeah. It's almost like the best thing to wear. So practical. hmm And cozy.
1: I don't wear a lot of button-downs. T-shirt, <clears throat> button-down
0: button sweater with jeans. Yeah. Like, there's really nothing else that you need style or clothes wise
1: my collection i i've kind of gone off button downs um well
0: what do personally? you wear underneath your uh beautiful sweaters t-shirts well yeah I or
1: like uh, right. base layers if it's if it's really cold i'll wear like a merino base layer underneath
0: but if you're go- going out somewhere yeah if you're going to work or a social occasion
1: I guess. Yeah. I do have, nice. I've got like one or two button downs. I've just kind of, I've gone away from, you know, stiffer sort of clothing. Um, I've really, really moved and during the pandemic. Like a lot of people, I've definitely moved towards, um, more free flowing, um, comfy sort of clothing and especially sewing my own, um, I probably would never sew my own. Yeah, well, t-shirts and down.
0: sweatpants is what <laughs> everyone wears when they're at home. Anyway. Right? Yeah, but
1: like even like, you know, I've got uh some of the things that I've I've sewn for myself that are more like linen or or um, you know, heavier cotton that are not as fitted um that I've gotten more into oh. into wearing. Um I could probably get into like if I could uh I haven't I just haven't been thrifting. Um, very much in the last year. If I could I keep
0: forgetting that, like, ladies' clothes are like aren't necessarily comfortable. Yeah. Like exactly. a button down, like a collar shirt. That's those are comfortable.
1: I find <laughs> that the women's ones don't give you a lot of space um, under the armpits. Oh. And I found that, um, like, our school for the it's better, a little bit better, but for a, like a solid year our particular wing of the school was really overheated. Like I think before the winter break, my classroom was 28 degrees. Um, So I've just been like, I've gone off wearing anything that sits close to my armpits because I'll just sweat right through whatever it is. Um, I've, I've been giving myself lots of space because it's just been a sauna in my classroom for the last year. Um, So I've, I've just gotten out of the habit of wearing anything that's, and now I just like, now I just don't find it comfortable as soon as something is kind of like tight around my arm. I just don't like it. I feel very restricted. I like to have that kind of freer movement. Um, so if I was gonna, if I was gonna do button downs again, it'd have to be something like kind of soft and looser in a button down, but still maybe gave me a bit of collar to have underneath a dress or a sweater or something like that. I do have, I do have a few things that are like that, that I can, I can wear under sweaters and stuff, but yeah, it's a weird conversation veer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I guess because we were talking about sweaters.
1: Yeah, just sort of, you know, knitting and then I haven't, uh, I haven't been doing a lot of sewing. I feel like I'll get, um, kind of winter is really the knitting season for me. And then summer is really a sewing season.
0: Well, I like how you described it as... Uh, Is a fallow period. Yeah. Everything, it should be a fallow period. Mm -hmm. Like, goodness sakes. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be actively producing things all the time. Yeah. And it may as well be in the coldest, darkest uh, month of the year post-Christmas. Absolutely. Start the year off right. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going even by a, a lunar calendar, I hear it's good to start things during a new moon. Yeah. The darkest time, the darkest nights. Yeah, so. Things like that.
1: I, I have a lot of projects going on for school, though. Like, I do have some things that are exciting about school. Um, I um, applied for and received a grant to do some gardening um, with my grade fives, more like starting seeds. Uh, we're going to try to connect with um, an indigenous garden downtown, support them. Um, in a couple of ways, um, we're gonna learn more about pollinators. Um, you know, the grade fives are really great for that because they're very excited. They're you know they're enthusiastic, but like they're you know very capable. Uh, they're they're really great age uh, to work with on things like that. So that's you know that's really fun and something I'm looking forward to. And then working with a colleague on some natural dyeing. Uh, in the school, um, I ordered my seeds for dye plants, um, sort of at the start of January. There's a company, um, in the States called Grand Prismatic Spring, um, or Grand, Grand Prismatic Seeds, named after the spring. Um, and, uh, they, they're just a small, small little, um, outfit. I think they're just, uh. Two the, men who the are married. The
0: spring is a colorful hole. Yeah. In uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah,
1: um, but uh, they're two two uh, married men who run a seed farm, and they have a lot of um, sort of, um, I guess, plants that you don't find from from necessarily everywhere. Um, and I ordered them, so they have they specialize in dye plants. Um, so I ordered. Um, some dye plants let me look here um and then they also if they have seeds that are um from uh plants that are traditionally used um by indigenous folks in the U.S. uh 50% of the proceeds from those seeds go towards a indigenous food sovereignty organization collective in Utah um Kind of where they're they're connected to. Um, so some of the seeds that I ordered were some um, traditional indigenous uh, plants from North America. So I'm hoping to maybe share those with some people um, here in the city. So, but I ordered uh, Japanese indigo, which I grew last year. Madder, uh, which I haven't grown. Um, that'll be interesting. I'm not sure <laughs> exactly where I'm going to put it, but um, madder takes a couple of years. Um, to to grow, um, because you harvest the roots, so you've got to let the plant get a little bit bigger. Um, I got uh, shades of gold marigolds, which you get a nice yellow from coreopsis, uh, black knight scabiosa gives you a nice blue kind of color, <laughs> the furnace is kinda it's small house, blows loud. Um, yeah, Cosmos. There's Dyer's Chamomile, uh, I think, gives you a nice yellow. The One of the ones I'm very excited for, and actually the kids are excited for, is Hopi Black Dye Sunflower. And um, the dye actually comes from the hulls of the sunflower seeds. And you get a purple sort of dye from it. Um, it's not a super... Like, it won't... It's not great if you want to get a dye that's going to stay on your fabric forever. Um, But if you want to do art with kids or, um, you know, dye things like eggs or paper or make um, stamps or something like that, um, you get a really strong color. Yeah, so Navajo tea, um, a... uh I think it's, like, you can use it as an herb, as a tea, and as a dye. Safflower, um, which you can get bright pinks and yellows from, depending on how you process it. Um, Hopi uh, tobacco, um, which is a, a resilient um, indigenous tobacco. Um, and uh, then just sort of a, a poppy a poppy seed. Um, that one was just for funsies. But, uh, yeah, so that, that order is making its way to me slowly, um, I'll probably share a lot of these seeds, um, especially the Japanese indigo, um, uh, you kind of have to use those seeds that year, they don't, they don't keep, uh, very well, you need, you need fresh, um, Japanese indigo seeds every year. So uh, if I don't start all my all my seeds, um, and I saved a bunch of seeds from last year as well. Uh, so I probably went a little bit too crazy. But um, I figured it's kind of, it's one of those plants that um, it's one of the easiest to to die with, you can actually just take the fresh leaves, rub them with salt, and then like rub you know, a cloth in there and get a blue color. Um so they're they're like super it's a super user friendly plant and and it grows like a weed. It it um as soon as it's planted it'll it'll if you cut a branch off and stick it in the ground, it'll start growing. Um so it's pretty resilient. Um so I don't know. It's it'll be fun, I think. It
0: doesn't sound like your January is fallow at all.
1: <laughs> um Maybe not, but
0: (laughs) it's more like planning for planning for activity rather than doing more activity.
1: Yeah. So I'm doing. I'm very much in the planning stage of a lot of this stuff. Um, It's kind of. um, I guess I've sort of. This has been a good year to um, take on a few more things as a teacher. I'm not a homeroom teacher this year. And that does take a lot of pressure off when you're not, um, the primary sort of homeroom teacher for a class, uh, you have a little more freedom. Um, you're not, you're not, um, dealing with parents or other things as much. Um, and then I'm, I'm a little bit less than full time. So I have a little bit of extra time in my schedule. Um, so I've just, yeah, I've taken on, um, I got this grant and I took on the natural dyeing project um, just sort of to, to challenge myself to take on projects like this and really follow through on them. So, you know, this grant, there's accountability there. You have to submit um, pictures, videos, and an account. You have to make it a report um, at the end about how your project went, what you did with the money um with the natural dye that's you know those are things that are funded by the school so i've kind of got to show that that investment um was worth it and that we you know um got to do some fun learning with the kids so i'm a person who needs that that accountability piece um (laughs) for projects otherwise i can wander off a little bit um so i think that's good for me
0: do i need that too
1: um, you're much better at just sort of staying on track and following through things to the end. You do not seem to have the same ADHD, uh, squirrel brain that I have. Um, John has finished numerous of my projects that I have abandoned. Um, so. Starting,
0: that's the difference between you and me. Starting and finishing is you're really good at starting yeah. you start a lot you finish like a small percentage of things <laughs> that, you, that you start
1: i finish more than i used to but yes <laughs> it's not it's not 100 starting
0: right. is tough for me it's really tough for me to get going to decide on a thing to decide how to get my like brain yeah uh, to like traction onto it to figure out a way to to get going on a project. But once I'm going. Like a freight train. Like nothing's gonna. Yeah. Nothing's gonna stop me.
1: It's a good combination.
0: Like I don't know when to stop. Yeah. Really. Like I will over finish something.
1: Yes. That's true. Like
0: I will. Perseverate on it. And get I will under something. And I will need some to tell me. <laughs> that it's done. And like. It's time to. Let go. Yeah. And move on to something else.
1: Yeah. No. It's, it's good. Because then yeah it's a good it's a good combination for pretty i do certainly i um i know enough to uh limit myself from the amount that i start um i i know you doesn't look like it to you but you should see our house if i gave full rain um It'd be much worse. Uh, probably the <laughs> pandemic has taken some of those limiters off a little bit. I think before before the pandemic, I'd really sort of told myself for many years, like, knitting is the thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. And then the pandemic came and it was like, well, what if you learned how to cross stitch? Uh, what if you learned how to embroider? what if you started sewing again uh, what if you got some cyanotype uh, what if you got some more film for your camera what yeah. if you got more board games how about puzzles um so <laughs>
0: yeah and combine that with well your natural dying
1: yeah. obsession now yes. uh, yeah. you've
0: gotten extremely into birds uh if the bird doesn't shots. clutter
1: up the house. There's no bird clutter in the house.
0: No, you only have one taxidermy bird and it's not in the house at the moment. That's at the
1: school. The kids love it. <laughs> which is
0: which is great. But it's like it's That's their a mascot. But that's the thing that you took up during the uh during the pandemic. You I didn't, was a into-
1: we were we, we were sort birds. of into birds. We watched beforehand. birds before. I watched birds. I went to the marsh every single day that I lived in Brandon. That it wasn't like once the birds. I'm not came accusing
0: back. you of not liking birds. I'm just <laughs> saying that it's one of the pandemic things that uh, is. And it's not that it you're diving pre, that you're pre diving pre into pre more. Pandemic. Yeah, but now you were more into birds watched, now than we watched, were
1: before. I have watched less birds during the pandemic.
0: <laughs> You've know, watched less birds during the pandemic.
1: I watched the most birds in Brandon because I had nothing else to do. You just weren't there to see me.
0: I'm. <laughs> I was trying to banter about how bird watching is a pandemic activity it because is. lots of people have taken up bird watching yeah. during the pandemic.
1: Well, and it's kind of bird watching, and then um, it's been very trend. And driving around,
0: and you have a telephoto lens now, yeah, and you're taking. Photos of snowy owls. It's true. And things like that that we didn't do before. We go out on the weekends to look for birds. We didn't used to do that. No. These are all things that we do now that we didn't do before.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess, too. And it's, I mean, a lot of the things, um, it's been very interesting because there's been, you know, through the pandemic, different fads for things that people are getting into. Last summer, it was... um mushroom hunting people just kind of went a little bit crazy um was kind of bad because you you would go out and um you'd really just I mean I don't I don't hunt mushrooms to to eat them necessarily I just kind of like to go out and see them um but people were going out and just picking everything that they saw and then like not eating them, but like then taking them home and, and being like, look at all the mushrooms I've found. It's like, well, you can't even eat most of those. You don't know what they are. So I hope it it's a little bit less crazy uh, this year for that. It would be nice if that died down a little bit um, and people maybe got a little more sustainable or thoughtful um, about some of those things. I wonder what the new, new thing will be. Wordle? I guess people are but that's like Wordle's hard to get like um obsessed well you do you only do it once a y- day it's like the crossword
0: Okay, what on earth is a is a Wordle? Just, I've see people posting Wordles and being like
1: No, it's just like playing Wheel of Fortune but with five letters. Um you're just you have six tries to to figure out the word of the day. It's always five letters. Um when you enter words um if they're gray, they aren't in the word, and then they become gray on your keyboard. You don't choose them. It's like just a process of elimination. Uh, if you got the right letter in the wrong place, it's yellow. If you got the right letter in the right place, it's green. Um, there's no time limit. It's just a number of tries limit. Um, so, like, the one that was today, um, I could say this because... Whenever this is put out, uh, it it will be the next wordle. So, won't ruin the wordle for anyone. <laughs> uh, but, like, the one today, uh, the first letter that I got was a W at the start of the word. And I eliminated almost all the vowels. And I got super confused um, until, like, it took me, like, 15 minutes to, like, remember that h often occurs after w in words. I just had this like w that I knew was there and a that I w- knew was in the word but couldn't go after the w and my only remaining vowel was u and I was like what word is w u so that took me a while until I remembered about how w w h exists. Wuhan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, it was not Wuhan, but it was a WH word, and then once I, once I remembered about the WH, uh, I got the rest of it pretty quickly. Um, I've only missed one, like, I've only not gotten one once so far. I mean, it's five letters, um, I usually try to throw in a, like, high vowel word to start with, because once you... once you know the vowels you're working with
0: how do what do you mean throw in a high value high vowel like i try to guess
1: a word that has like two vowels in it to start with to know what you're working with
0: so if it's like wheel of fortune it is is it's wheel of fortune that's what one letter yeah
1: it's not like it's it's like you don't have to be smart to to get it um and like people if you it's actually it's like, it's less fun if you guess it on the first or the second try. Um, it's more fun to like try to think of what word it could possibly be um, than it is to just like get it right away. Personally, for me, I don't know. Although, if you're like, once you get down to like having one try left, you're like, ah. But it's just like a, it's like having a daily crossword. It's just like a fun little thing to do. It's like you would get the newspaper, you know. um back in the day you get the newspaper and do the word scramble uh it's just exactly that except it's on your phone
0: except it's just on your phone but like people don't post on social media being like i got the newspaper crossword puzzle today
1: it's like look at me i got some people there was i remember a couple years ago people were posting about um the new york times um getting the new york times done in like a certain amount of time um, But, yeah, it's, I don't know It's just a fun little thing to do People will, like, some people will be super weird About posting them Like, there's one person I follow on Twitter Who posts, like, a blow-by-blow Of, like, oh, on the first line I had to do, do and then on the second line It's like, nobody cares Just show <laughs> your little your little block pattern <laughs> just, I don't, This is not a hockey game it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like very simple wheel of fortune. It's like the wheel of fortune you would give to children.
0: Right, it's a wheel, it's a wheel of fortune you would give to children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. But I I think like whenever, and then whenever whenever something's translated into a social media situation, it becomes a matter of I haven't tried it ownage and one-upmanship.
1: I haven't tried it with the kids yet. Um, I because I've only done it mobile i don't know what like the web version of it looks like i should try it with the kids though um they're pretty good at uh and it's ela so they're figuring it seems out. like
0: a school exercise mm-hmm. yeah. mostly is what it looks like to me
1: yeah exactly it's, it's, it's like why totally. are you
0: why are you guys all like bragging about doing uh like optional <laughs> homework <laughs> yeah <you> why <laughs>
1: You're doing the extra. You're
0: doing the you're doing the extra credit for no credit. Yeah, there's probably some sort of data mining angle to it too. I don't,
1: I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a very. It's like a UK website. Um, it's pretty stripped down. There's not maybe there is there maybe ads at the bottom. I don't even know. But like, it's a pretty simple website. But yeah, it could be. Maybe
0: but, maybe yeah, maybe
1: Wordle stole my credit card.
0: Yeah, who knows? Probably. <laughs>
1: You don't enter credit cards to Wordle, but I did have mine uh, breached yet again.
0: You're not buying NFTs or anything. so. No,
1: I'm not going to. <laughs> you're uh, not
0: exchanging. You're not buying crypto. No, you're probably fine. You're just whatever. You're just shopping at Home Depot or Canadian Tire like a uh, like everybody else.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, like we've been we've been playing a few more games over. Over the holidays, too. Stuff that
0: we have been doing. J- yeah. January that's good for a fallow period.
1: Games. Board fun. Games.
0: Having fun. <laughs> Playing games. <laughs> uh, watching birds. Going for walks. Um, watching TV yeah. is really good. Okay. Calvin. Reading Calvin Rutstrom Oh, yeah. Is really good. Got John
1: on the Calvin I'm train. I'm reading here.
0: Calvin now. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. If you're inter- interested in being outside especially in the winter, he is really great and way ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, Just a very, I feel very like a kinship with him. Like just an ordinary guy who wants to be left alone doing the stuff that he likes to do.
1: And he just likes to be out in the wilderness.
0: Yeah. And he wants you to leave the people in the wilderness alone. Mm -hmm. It's Calvin Rutstrom is awesome. And... uh, He's right about the winter time, especially in Manitoba and in the north. It's actually good. The, like the winter, the winter rules. Yeah, you can be outside and having fun in surprisingly cold weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're dressed well for it, you are. Um, you're in a wonderland. It's yeah. almost like you can you can be in a wonderland all by your all by yourself. Yeah, or with a loved one or whatever. Yeah. so being outside rules um and i like rediscovering that because when i was a kid winter was my favorite season obviously it's most but, kids favorite season and they're right yeah like what changes why do we have to pretend to like hate winter it's
1: because they go through the teenager phase where they like i've been watching the grade seven and eights like go outside when it's minus 40 and they're like sneakers and no hats um and then they complain about how cold it is um and it depends on how you come out of that (laughs) phase yeah i guess so uh whether or not you like re-embrace um dressing appropriately (laughs) for the weather (laughs) or not
0: i love my ski pants yeah i love my big clonker boots yeah i love my scarf it's good i love all of it
1: yeah, I just want to roll around I, in the I snow. I mean, I'm also like I, you know, I prefer cold to hot weather. Um, Me too. I don't enjoy the uh, the climate change summer now, where it's like forty degrees starting in April, all the way till September.
0: Yeah, that sucks. That's way more demoralizing to the spirit than like a minus twenty in in Winnipeg. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not out in the wind chill, which has to happen, you're Sometimes, but usually it's quite pleasant. Very bracing. Good for the mind. Good for the body. Yeah. But when you're not like, uh, maybe you have to work in it, whatever. Everyone's got to do what they got to do. So maybe winter's not your thing. Yeah. But uh, if you're inside, you can play games and Mm -hmm. you can watch a ton of TV.
1: Yeah, we've been... um well, I acquired We'd- two new board games um, over the break. I received gift cards, um, and uh, I got Ticket to Ride, um, the Europe version, and uh, my family back home really liked it, and uh, so that's a fun one. And then John and I have been playing uh, Wingspan, um, bird, bird-related.
0: We played it a couple times. Yeah. I'm not the most into these designer style games too much. I mean, it's all kind of you, you're just following rules with different pictures attached to them. <laughs> it's like why do you? It's like again with the Wordle, like you're just doing the extra credit assignment for no reason. Like why? I like it. Like um, why are you doing this thing where you're imposing arbitrary rules on yourself for? No reason.
1: uh just so everyone. That's knows, just like my
0: persnickety crankiness. I do John enjoy all also the, the games. games. I want to um, win. Um, yeah, he I enjoys
1: like the rules. Um, it's more when he doesn't win that, the 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 uh protests about the rules emerge.
0: Of course, as is natural <laughs> as anyone but would do. I also
1: like. I don't, less so now. Um but I'm a, much better about it now. You're much better, but um it's been a, a process through a relationship, um, getting to the point where we can play a game without fighting. Um I remember we had some blowouts about Scrabble at the beginning. We couldn't play Scrabble for a while.
0: It was really tough. Like I
1: <laughs> John would accuse me of cheating Games at are... Scrabble.
0: <laughs> Games are tough for me. Like they always, they always have been. Yeah, like, I do. I do want to win. Yes. I can get very competitive. Yes, and very like legalistic and buy the book into the letter. And, yeah, but like, and I'm not. I'm trying to let go of that. Like because I realize that's part of my. If the book
1: is not in his favor, he'll start. Um- challenging yeah. or making up a new one I'm book. just making suggestions
0: <laughs> for how to improve the game, like how they could have made it, how these Acting people... Acting as if
1: I have invented the game.
0: Well, these designers, <laughs> they've created the games. They just make this stuff up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just making suggestions how for playful. how they could improve their <laughs> designer game.
1: I like the designer games um, because I really enjoy the, like, the art style and just the... Um, the idea i also just um from my own brain um it's i don't always understand game mechanics right away it's not something i'm actually very good at
0: like designer games they're so, for people who want who want to play follow rules for aesthetic reasons
1: anyways <laughs> as i was saying i don't always under stand game mechanics right away and it's good practice for me uh to practice um understanding how something works in terms of um the rules and the the routine and stuff like that those are um parts of of my brain that i find don't work as well then I need I need flexing uh, to kind of build I don't always intuitively understand uh, the mechanics of things so I, I find board games are good for that um, that's good practice for me uh, to be able to understand what what I'm up to
0: yeah it's good practice for me too, to like actually practice some of the some of the socializing habits that mm-hmm. I'm actively trying to to practice yeah. which is difficult for me it's difficult when you put like the competition aspect in it too yeah. where you're supposed to be like social and friendly but mm-hmm. you're also supposed to be trying to beat these people <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's winners and losers yes like it's not about how you play the game it's about <laughs> winning like let's be real you want you're you want to win this game so it's hard to <laughs> you shouldn't play games with your friends like really like it's too it's too real.
1: I disagree.
0: I know, but that's <laughs> I'm saying this is what I'm practicing Yes, I, to, know. I know. to other to experience an other uh to expractice to ex- to practice being human in a more human way. <laughs> How other people go about being human.
1: Yeah. Well, so, there's my brain's lots
0: of, wired a little differently than most there's
1: people. There's a lot of people who are not good at games, but yeah. um yeah, I don't know. Um and I enjoyed playing the game with my family back home too. I thought that was um I think my mom really enjoyed it. Uh, she likes um I think she doesn't get a lot of chance to play board games like that. Um, but she does she does really like it. We used to play like Monopoly and Scrabble as a family when I was a kid, but um I yeah. do like
0: those we do have games that my family plays too. Yes but more just like straight- up card games yeah like uh, yeah like crib or we have a f- family game called up the creek
1: when you I find you you enjoy card games more than I do
0: I think cards are just like perfect for games it's something you can pick up and then just and play that's the thing that you're doing with your hands and your brain while you're hanging out yeah with your I'm not buds as big into family. card
1: games except for cribbage I'd say I'm not you're into them more than me. Yeah. But uh yeah, so those are just some of the things we've been up to. Um
0: We've been watching the best show in the world. It's oh called yeah. Departures.
1: <laughs> we've
0: everyone has to watch it. Man. Quick quickly. We can't let this podcast end things, without talking about of departures.
1: Course. Um Departures is very much uh is one of like my comfort watches. Um and not that I in time team. Yeah. I have a few other like a lot of um you know, I really like to rewatching things is you know, like a lot of people. It's like rereading or rewatching things is very comfortable. You know what's gonna happen. There's no surprises. Um, but Departures is one, um and you know, it's it's uh some things about it haven't aged well, but like just like a few little things like the music the visuals like it all still looks great um and I just sort of love watching like the journey uh, it's uh I don't know just something about it it's it's definitely one of like my all-time um all-time favorite uh I think I I think I rewatched it like last fall like it wasn't that long ago that I rewatched the whole thing. Yeah. Um and so that's kind of that's been the theme of the pandemic I personally um have not been able to handle a lot of like drama like movies that or shows that um that I don't know what's going to happen. Um I've just been too, too frazzled um i'm feeling better lately but i'm not in a i'm not looking to like up my own sort of uh i don't know i don't i don't i don't have a craving for the you're not unknown craving, you're
0: not you're not having a craving for introducing uh, unwarranted anxiety no, or stress I'm or just, drama into, into yeah
1: your life. so i've just and been
0: I'm, tr- I'm trying to do my my best to follow <laughs> that example yeah, I have an insatiable, insatiable need for uh, stress, yeah, and anxiety, and yeah. <laughs> hey, wholesome, wholesome.
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: this is your—that's your rule, the oh, wholesome that rule. Is my rule. If you're gonna oh, break no. the wholesome rule, just oh, like no. watch out. Oh no. Okay. We can Go get...
1: try that again. <laughs>
0: you're
1: a bit of a drama queen.
0: A bit of a drama queen. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, you can
1: bleep me out.
0: I'm not going to bleep it. Like, <laughs> I like it. I want you to speak more. You have. You should have. any has anyone heard this person, this lady, speak, like in real life? <laughs> Jill is, swears like a sailor. That's quite this a bit. is. It's but, amazing doing these podcasts with her, and she's not saying. She's not dropping any f bombs. It's like you're following
1: it's, me at work. <laughs> that's probably what it's like,
0: like. Yeah, this is work, Jill. Mm-hmm. Like you. You guys don't, listening, you don't know the real Jill. You they don't know the home Jill. You're getting you're go you're you're getting professional work Jill. Yeah. Here. It's a hybrid.
1: It's a hybrid. Um,
0: a, a synthesis.
1: Yeah. But yeah, just kind of looking for those things that um looking forward to future projects that are on the horizon, uh thinking about things that we'll start doing in the spring. Um you know just trying to do those things that bring comfort and calm yes um but exactly
0: yeah. that is what we're doing and i am looking forward to the next month so absolutely we shall continue doing those things Thank you for listening. We'll catch you again next month in February. Uh, we have a freedom convoy to catch. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll catch you later. May you, may you be well. Bye. Bye-bye.